All right. Hello, World Cup soccer fans. You're here at Impact Studios here at Michigan State University. My name is Dan Cryer, and with me today is Brooks Lambeer, and we're going to be talking about the World Cup. So, Brooks, say hi to everybody. Hey, what's up? How you doing today, man? Uh, not bad, not bad. Yeah? What do you got to say about this World Cup? We're nine days in, huh? Oh, it's it's been crazy, full of upsets. I got to say, this is the most comprehensibly enjoyable World Cup I've ever seen in my life. It's unbelievable. The goals are being scored at, at the highest rate since 1958, since the World Cup was in Sweden. And uh, there's only been two 0-0 ties, uh, one of which was a very exciting 0-0 tie between Mexico and Brazil. And then uh, today, you have more upsets, like you just said. I mean, talk about the upsets going on and talk about the big upset from today. Yes, the Costa Rica-Italy, quite a game. Uh, Italy, very d- difficult team to break down defensively. Uh, had their chances. Balotelli had a chance early to chip it over the, uh, the keeper of Costa Rica. But, you know, didn't go in. Some stuff didn't go their way as well. But, uh, you know, hands off to Costa Rica for playing solid defensively and moving the, moving the ball and uh, making runs everywhere to break down that Italian defense. Definitely. And the thing that really sticks out is the question was, they're down one nothing to Uruguay. Uruguay had a penalty kick to go up one nothing, and they're feeling great about themselves. Costa Rica comes back with three goals, I think, in the second half there. And then today, the question was, well, it, it's going to be up. Because I myself, when we did our World Cup preview show, I said, this Group D is like a group of death. You know, Uruguay, Italy, England. And I said, see you later, Costa Rica. Well, Costa Rica told me, see you later, buddy. You're no expert because Costa Rica's now got six points and they're on to the next round. So just a shocker. I mean, it's it's like, I, like I've always said before, soccer's a funny game. Um, I mean, obviously, there are two players on this Costa Rican team that play in legit good yeah. Uh professional soccer leagues one in germany one in spain are you talking about campbell and ruiz probably i'm guessing no well uh yes uh campbell does play in the epl Mm -hmm. for arsenal okay um but no there's the goalie plays in the time in the spanish league navas okay and then i forgot the other one that plays in the german league i know i think ruiz does yeah but uh, there's another one but just just but just compare the talent that italy has all those guys that play in syria and uh you know the shows that uh, you don't need talent to win. You need, need to be a team. You need yeah. to play like a team. And then to, in today's game, uh, there was a definite foul in the box on Campbell. He was making a great run, and the referee didn't call it. And it was, was kind of shocking because he got trucked. He got trucked over. And then just like good karma, right before the halftime, there was a beautiful a beautiful cross, and uh, Ruiz put it in. And, you know, Italy's got to be in shock. But Italy now is going to have to play Uruguay because Uruguay beat England. Uh, Luis Suarez, why don't you talk about that for a second? Because Italy and Uruguay have to play for this. But um, talk a little bit about yesterday's game with Suarez because that was insane. Well, I mean, he comes back off knee surgery. He didn't play the first game against Costa Rica. And he comes out and he just plays like Luis Suarez. He he finishes. (laughs) Two chances. Two chances, man. He finishes both of them. And it was beautiful. The first one with the header. And then the second one, just, you know, hitting it strong near Boy. post. I mean, usually keepers should get that, but... He put his head down and drove that thing. Yeah, I don't know what you can do if you're Joe Hart. I mean, you can't really cover any better. I mean, the biggest thing I would say is, uh, why is England's defense playing so high when it's 1-1? Right. That didn't make any sense to me. Uh, but um, the guy, th- this guy is probably going down if he keeps continuing to play this way as yeah. one of the best players in the world right Legend. now. Legend. I mean... And- the World Cup is where all the money's on the table, and you become famous. And he's already, you know, we talked about before, 
he's a polarizing player. He's he's had problems with biting people. He's been made racist remarks. So there's a lot not to like. And then you see a game like yesterday, and that's that's like the the you know a Michael Jordan type performance because it it knocked England out of the tournament. And England's got to be disappointed. And Uruguay has life. And this Italy-Uruguay game that's coming up on uh, the 24th, that is going to be just, that's the game to watch now to see. I mean, what do you do? do? I mean, because, see, this is another thing where Uruguay is so offensive Mm -hmm. and their defense is all right. But, you know, it's like Chile as well. They're very strong offensively, but they're all right defensively. So you got to think that Italy probably has the upper hand in this game because they play they play the game so well and they're very balanced. Yep. But I mean how can you not like Suarez and if Forlan comes in off the bench sure. or he starts or Cavani plays yep. well, I, I mean how can you not And like it's in what South America. I mean when you see the teams that are doing well so far, you know, Colombia looks great. Uh, you know, Brazil obviously, Argentina got a win in their in their opener. I mean, the and Costa Rica not too far from home. I mean, granted, they're a big surprise, but Uruguay's going to have the home crowd against Italy, and uh, I mean, it's just going to be a great one to watch. I can't, I cannot wait for that one. So, and if you think about this too, with Costa Rica playing England, now that England's out, you know, even it, it's nice that Costa Rica could say, hey, we can play some of our bench players in this game. We don't have to start our stars; we can rest them because we know we're Very through. True. Very so, true. So. We, they can, we can always start We can start giving them extra rest in case there's any injuries. So I think that's a plus side for Costa Rica too. Plus it gives your, some of your younger guys or more inexperienced players some experience. And you've you got to think Costa Rica, they're going to win the group no matter what. They're not going to lose to England by a – they have a plus three goal differential right now. So it just – that is crazy. I, that, that's why you love sports, and I never saw it coming. And it's almost like, you know, we're here at Michigan State University. In the NCAA tournament, when the Big Ten teams aren't, aren't in your bracket, you, you cheer for them to do well. You know, even if your enemies and and you know, um, Costa Rica and U.S. are go go at it in Concacaf. So it's nice to see because Mexico's do, doing well. USA, we'll talk about them in one second. They they won their opener, and then Costa Rica. So Concacaf showing up nicely. Yeah, just except for Honduras. But, yeah, uh, but I think it's a nice thing that Concacaf's doing well because if you're the U.S. and Mexico, they've been the two dominant ones throughout the years. You want other teams to do well mm-hmm. to prove that hey this is tough to get out i mean we are we we know that it's tough to go to costa rica and play and win in yes. costa rica but no one else really understands that and i think now the world's saying hey this costa rica costa rican team can do some damage as well as the u.s and obviously the mexican team yeah. so we'll have to see how i mean it's all it's the the group stage is going to end up um next thursday it's on the 26th will be the final day and then we'll know the the full knockout stage but, um, I mean, just such an exciting one. And I made the mistake last time when we were talking. This is the second World Cup ever in Brazil. There was the 1950 World Cup in Brazil. But as far as goal scoring, I mean, we're looking at, there's got to be about three-point-something goals a game. I mean, there were seven goals scored in the game that just ended now between France, who defeated Switzerland 5-2. I mean, as, as a soccer fan, have you, have you seen anything like this in your life that is just so continual? Every game is so exciting. Not where it's gotten the scores like baseball scores, where it's been like 5-2, 3-2. Yeah. It's, not, it's crazy. Also, by the way, in 1950, mm-hmm. Uruguay beat Brazil in that World Cup in the final. Oh, did they? So Really? I thought it was Argentina that beat them in that I one. I think it's Uruguay. Really? Well, mm-hmm. okay, cool, cool. And the, the funny thing, though, about we're talking about the scoring, I, I did read... There have been five comebacks, and in 2010 World Cup in South Africa, there were only three comebacks. And so teams that get up one nothing in soccer, that's usually like a 95% win rate, or at least you tie. 
you you never see teams losing leads, and we we see that all the time. It's happened time and time again in this World Cup, and I, that is just it's insane. And and you know we'll, let let's talk about U.S. for a second here. I mean, the U.S. scored a goal 30 seconds of the match with Clint Dempsey. I mean, when that happened, I think we were all just settling in. Like here we go. Yeah, we we were we were kind of we were a little nervous. We didn't know what was going to happen. Uh-huh. 30 seconds in, we you and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I, I literally almost ran through the wall when that scored because I jumped out of my seat and turned around and I bumped straight into the wall. I couldn't believe what my eyes saw. And it was such a good finish from Dempsey. He cut in from the left and he swung and he just got it right inside the post. Like, thank you, God, I, is what I thought. Because, you know, how many times does a shot like that hit the post and go go off the other way? I mean, it happens a lot, especially if the keeper cuts off the angle. Yeah. I mean, he cut off that angle pretty well. But, you know, that's a shot you practice and practice and you practice on your own. So, cool. you know, it's, you know, he, he buried it and that's what counts. Yep. That's what they need. And, and you know, Ghana then pretty much dominated the game. It was it was a 60-40 possession at that point. And, and U.S., I think they were trying to get out as much as they could, but Ghana put the pressure on, and then it, I think it was the 83rd minute. Uh, I, I, who scored the goal for Ghana? It was a beautiful goal. It was a nice toe poke. IU? IU. And so then, then, you know, I just, even then, I, I got to be honest, I, I still felt pretty confident. I said, let's go. Let's go down and get another one. And then, then the sub, the halftime sub, uh, Jonathan Brooks, right? He yeah. came in. It's a good name, right, Brooks? Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. And so, uh, nice cross, and, and boy, he hammered that in. And what do you know about Brooks? Because I've never heard of this guy before. I mean, he's young. He's plays in the German Bundesliga. You know, he had, I think he had 13, 15, 13, 15 starts. Okay. Uh, and, you know, obviously he plays in the first tier of the Bundesliga, so that's a quality play. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, he's young. He's only 21. Uh, he's obviously got potential. He's a big guy, so yeah. you want that, especially as, you know, off a corner kick too with Graham Susie delivering great balls beautiful. as he does and I don't know why he didn't start I don't know what the reason was uh-huh. but uh I mean hey if he's coming off the bench he's gonna do that give me 30 minutes of good crosses and I know he's gonna throw a good cross in off a corner kick right. and why not and then I don't know if Jonathan Brooks is he's not starter worthy but definitely since he showed yeah what he's got he can probably come off the bench and relieve someone sure it's just nerve-wracking because he hasn't had a lot of international caps so that's the only thing i was worried about that he was going to mess up and he did yeah but his you know they they defended like a team and they helped each other out which is what they which what, yeah, what you have to do totally. to look up you know and unfortunately josie altador went down with a hamstring injury and he's not going to be available for for Portugal, and I highly doubt he'll be back at all. I mean, those those kind of injuries, even if you if you run, the, your adrenaline gets going in a game. Next thing you know, he's back in there. He's going to pull another hamstring. You have to sub him out five minutes. So yeah. pretty sure we've seen the last of Josie Altador, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, if they make it to the knockout stage, maybe that, maybe if then. But, yeah. um, you know, I think it's just something you don't want to, like, you don't want to jeopardize his EPL career. Now he's yeah. with Sunderland. You know, especially since you just made he just made the move over, so it's kind of best to shut him down. And if everything is all right, then play him if you advance out of the group stage. But I know. right I just, now, it just it seems like a risk, you know. Mm-hmm. But and, and another thing that's on my mind, just thinking about you know, we're talking about Brooks and the substitutions and everything. I mean, isn't it amazing like the controversy surrounding Klinsman? And then and yes, we're only one game in the USA, and they they play Portugal this Sunday, the twenty second. But uh, when when your team wins, boy, do you look smart, you know, as a coach. He got his German-American player in there scoring the winning goal. 
You know, he just... It, He's from Illinois, by the way. It, Jonathan Brooks is yeah. a Chicago guy, right? Yeah, I think he has a tattoo of Illinois. I'm mm-hmm. from Illinois. I'm, bo- I'm both. Of, he's got one of Germany and then one of Illinois and both is... Well, my dad's German, so there. Yay, Jonathan Brooks. <laughs> See, that's cool. It's just, it, man, I it, it's a great feeling because so many teams, you know, and, and USA plays Portugal. Portugal had some injuries, and uh, Ronaldo, we're not sure. They, they said he's 100% fit for the match. But, uh, you know, Pepe had a red card, so he's not available for the match. Now, is that a one or two game? This is one. one? And then Contral's not playing a midfielder, so, you know, you got him. And then you have Hugo Almedia, who's got injured in that German game as well in the beginning. Boy. But even even so, Ronaldo has tendonitis in his knee. And if anyone that's experienced it, you know, in their elbow or wherever they've had tendonitis, it is not a fun thing. And it is very painful to play through. And you don't have the same power that you're going to step into a kick. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Germany really softened him up for us. It's an ideal situation. Germany went and just just took Portugal out for nothing. Mueller had a a hat trick. I mean, Germany looked exactly how I expected Germany to look. They really look powerful. And they're no nonsense. I mean, Mueller got the the penalty kick, and then they just kind of piled on from that point. It was 3-0 at halftime. So it's been great. I mean, and so some other things that we can talk about, some amazing things. Spain, out. They were my pick for the for the winners. Way to go, Crier. So if anybody's listened to Walk the Line before, sometimes it's best to do the opposite of what I say. I said, boy, I got Spain beating Brazil. I had, I've had i never seen Spain. The, the, it didn't. Those, those look like ghosts out there. I don't know. What What did you think watching Spain? Because we watched Netherlands game together, and then, I mean, it's just, it wasn't there. It wasn't them anymore. And you just think, um, just with the players they added, the Diego Costa thing seemed very last minute. I mean, I know he's 24 and he's maybe Brazilian, and, and so I, weird. But I know you wanted him because he played well for Atletico Madrid this mm-hmm, past mm-hmm. season. But I just think there were better options. Like I said, I think Avaro Negredo would have been a better option than Diego Costa uh-huh. because it just didn't seem like Diego Costa fit the system they were trying to do, where it's very much pass first and move for each other's system. It's not very much of like Gio Costa maybe played at Atletico Madrid where you just kind of sit up up top and, you know, you play that top position striker, you hold the ball yeah. and whatnot. And I just think they just looked old. You know, yeah. Xavi's not, Xavi's old, Xavi Alonso's on the older side, Iker Casillas did not play no, well. No, in the Chile game, I mean, he, he gave up lots of goals in the Netherlands because Netherlands was on it, but Chile, those, those were, they weren't soft goals, but Casillas didn't look strong on either one of them. He just looked a slow step behind. Yeah. I mean, in Cassiaston, like during his club season, he didn't play a lot. You know, no. he was in and out because he wasn't having a good club season. And I don't know why Busquets decides to play Casillas, you know, when he's not having a good club season. He had David De Gea, yeah. who, even though Manchester United struggled this year, you know, I think he would have been a better option than Pepe Reina had a good year for Napoli in Serie A. So yeah, I, was sh- I was shocked that they started him, uh, Casillas, against Chile because. It- you gave up five goals, and his the morale is gone. And like you said, he's rusty. So it's it's crazy. I mean, it, we saw it in the NBA Finals just now. Like San Antonio Spurs wanted it more. Miami Heat looked old. They looked, Dwayne Wade looked rusty. Chris Bosh looked rusty. And there wasn't enough to help LeBron. So I think we've seen the end of the era. Those four years of Miami, over. S- six years now of Spain, just over. And, and Netherlands really wanted it, man. They wanted that victory. They were mad from four years ago. It's funny. You know that they held that in, and they ripped the heart out of Spain in that game. I mean, they played the three-five-two, and they, you know, the, the objective, if you want to beat Spain, is to make sure the ball doesn't get from defense to midfield to offense. Mm-hmm. So you take out the take out the midfield. They're not Spain's not going to play direct because that's just not the soccer they play. 
So if you take out the midfield, then you have the wide midfielders making sure they track back on defense and they track forward. I mean, they did what they needed to do. Robin and Van Persie scored yeah, four goals between that them. That Van Persie goal with the header, was that's going to be the highlight of the tournament. There have been great goals since. Like There was that volley by the Australian player, Cahill. I think, like I think, that, that, I think that's better than, than Van Persie's, that one. Or did you, the, the volley? I, I think Cahill's is because that's so hard to hit because it's, it, you know, it's just it's coming down fast. Yeah, all the angles and parabolas and going on and the and just to hit it with such velocity mm-hmm. and and not kick it over. Yeah, so, and, uh, yeah. I mean, it's great. So there there's just a lot of stories going on. It's it's just such an exciting World Cup. Honestly, like every day brings you something new. Yesterday, um, you know, we a star was born a few days ago for Colombia when they defeated. Um, uh, who did Colombia? Colombia played Greece in the first game, mm-hmm. and uh, his name his name is James Rodriguez. Correct? Isn't that great? Yeah, he's, oh, a, yeah, yeah. he's like a nickname that says like "Don't call me James." Like right, because it's J A M E S. So James, the guy, and how old? He's got to be twenty two years old at most. I mean, yeah. he's got probably two goals, three goals, and two or three assists. He look he looked great against Greece, and you know Greece just never has much in the World Cup. But uh, then um, you know Colombia played Ivory Coast and. That guy looked spectacular. They went up. They got two goals um, after the 60th minute. It was zero zero. You know, Drogba uh, subbed in, but uh, that guy Ramirez, boy, he he knocked that one in and 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 then assisted on another one. He, he I think he stole it and just shuttled it right up to number 20. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Gervinho had a nice uh, solo effort goal to get it back in. But, but you know, and I, Ivory Coast is still in the in the mix for Group C. You know, they did defeat uh, Japan in their opener. They got two goals in about a minute. And then they defeated Japan. So uh, Ivory Coast needs to defeat Greece to get that second spot because Colombia, I think, is going to handle Japan. I mean, we talked about Chile, Colombia, Ecuador is going to play. I mean, the South American legions are there. The fans are there. And I think it's finally this is the year when Ivory Coast finally gets out because I think they can beat Greece. Yeah. You know, it's going to be time. You need to break them down because they're they're going to, you know, they're going to play the four in the back. They're like, they're not like Italy, but like they're in the sense where you have to break them down because they're they're really strong. So... You know, there's there's that, and finally, I, like I said, Ivory Coast will finally advance because the last two World Cups they've been in group of deaths. So yeah, and that that goal by Jovino I think was very important just to get their confidence back. You know, like because if they said, "Man, we were we were so close, zero zero, now it went to two zero within five minutes," I think. But then he, Jervinho made a nice move, so he's going to be confident. Um, I think they're probably going to sub Drogba in in the second half like that. You know, just that way, like you were saying earlier, with a different player, get thirty minutes of work. Like I think you were saying with Zussi, I mean, you just got to get that get that power, you know, for thirty minutes. So, um, and especially because it's so hot when you play in these rainforests. I mean, it's so it's so crucial. I mean, it's funny, like you if, when you watch the game and you see and you and they show ESPN shows the map of where they're playing. Mm-hmm. It's like eighty and humid in one place, and then it's like fifty six, eighty four percent humidity. Yeah, it was the the England game yesterday. They were saying it was like a game in the fall. Yeah, and they're like it's just perfect for England and yeah. poor England. They can't, I, you know, I, in, never in my life. I mean, I look back in the in the history, and in, in nineteen ninety in Italy, um, England got to the into this you know semifinals, and and they've also won the nineteen sixty six World Cup, which was held in England. But uh, other than that, I mean, we we had to live through David Beckham, and I know he, he's likable enough. I mean, David Beckham, you know. But now we have a, he's now he gave way to Ronaldo, and you know, just and, and good for Rooney scoring a goal yesterday. That was good to see. It was a great pass, and and you you were good to point out Sturridge was good, but uh, they just they just it's another typical England oops. Yes, yeah, Sturridge Sturridge was um some some of the shots were a little too direct on the keeper, but I mean he had a better mm-hmm. game the first game as he scored, but. Uh, you know, it, I think it's really it's a defensive thing for them. I think I think they're moving in the right direction. I mean, if any English fans are listening to this right now, 
I mean, I think people love the direction that England is moving in. With younger. Yeah. With younger, yeah. but it's still not there yet. Yeah. They still have a little ways to go. Yeah. But if you take away positive things, if they beat Costa Rica, definitely take away a positive thing there if they win. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's hit up a couple more things. I, I'm going to get to your Belgian team because the, there's a couple groups. Group, uh, you know, uh, E is wrapping up today, but Group F with Argentina plays tomorrow. Um, and then, you know, the United States plays on Sunday and then Belgium Group H. But, uh, you know, did, just want to mention, I mean, Mexico played such a great game against Brazil and Ochoa, their goalie. I mean, he's made himself famous, huh? I mean, they were talking about he's ready for a new contract now. Mm-hmm. I mean, where does he play professionally? Uh, I believe he plays in France. Okay. I have to double check that. I think that's what the the uh, commentators were saying. If, he, if they make it to the... Cause because on June 23rd, uh, Croatia and Mexico square off. And that's going to be a good one because Mexico has four points because they defeated Cameroon and then tied Brazil. Croatia has three points for defeating um, Cameroon. So if Croatia can beat Mexico, they'll go on um, with Brazil. Because I'm almost certain Brazil is going to smash Cameroon. Cameroon looked kind of rusty. Yeah. But, uh, boy, can you imagine how famous that guy's going to be? I mean, he's I'm sure he's already famous in Mexico more than ever. Like, he saved the day against Brazil, literally, time and time again. I mean... He- I mean, the funny thing is, if you if you look at his career, you know, he was hot in the, you know, leading up to the 2010 uh, World Cup. Then, mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden, he kind of went away, mm-hmm. and then he wasn't in, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's gone, he's not really heard of, and then finally he's coming back this year, and then all of a sudden, he's 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 got these good games. So, he's hot and cold, but, I mean, if you're hot now, I mean, why not someone give you a contract, so... And the cool thing about Ochoa is that there is a history of good Mexican goalkeepers. You know, there was Jorge Campos was his name, mm. and he was very, very flamboyant. He wore a pink jersey, and he was, he was, you know, the the director of of the team. It was, it's funny because some teams, you know, they they feed off their goalkeeper, and now. Mexico can really trust in the goalkeeper, and with the new coach Miguel Herrera, they're this is more confident than they've been in years since since the London Olympics. I mean, have you seen Mexico look as good as they have in the last you know? Because they didn't look like this in qualifying. Yeah, I mean, it's how Mexico is, you know. I they mean, they turned it on at the right time. Yeah, I mean, that's if you can turn it on at the right time, you know. You to, you yep, know. and so and you're looking at what they're going to do is they're going to play probably the winners of Group B. In, if Mexico gets out as the second place team in Group A, Mexico goes on to play the Netherlands, who I'm almost certain the Netherlands is going to, you know, at least tie Chile. I don't know, but uh, it could be Chile. It could be Chile in in, in first place. And uh, but um, that's going to be a good matchup if Mexico can get out of that. And I'm just, you know, I'm just starting to drool about the the knockout stages. So, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that the USA can can take care of business against Portugal. That would be insane if they can get three more points and because that'll that'll wrap it up. If they get Portugal knocked out, because Germany's going to take care of business against Ghana, I have no doubt about that. Which I mean, they'll move. They'll move on because both of them will be knocked out. So it's amazing. You know, there you go. Yep. So okay. So a couple, just you know, just final notes here. Like uh, we saw, we saw Messi finally came out of of his slumber. He he made a nice individual move in the game against uh, Bosnia, and. Um, uh, you know, he he got that goal. So do you think, do you, what are you expecting big things for him? Because the next uh, game for them is tomorrow against Iran. So do you expect Messi to maybe get a hat trick or something tomorrow? Um, Yeah, I don't know about a hat trick, but I think he'll score one at least. Yeah. Um, You know, Iran, very defensive team. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see 
how quickly it'll take Argentina to break down uh, that Iranian uh, defense. Yeah, they they're they're the other than Mexico Brazil. It was the uh, uh, Iran Nigeria game that went zero zero, and really I don't think there were any scoring opportunities in that game. They they were pretty much playing volleyball with the with the soccer ball, just yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Now Bosnia and Herzegovina needs to step it up. Yes, they're gonna. They have Nigeria, and they need it, and they look pretty good. I mean, you Jeko and yes. different players. They they look like a classy uh, European team. So I would expect uh, Bosnia to go through as a second as the second place team in Group F, which leads us to Group uh, H. I guess skip Group G. Mm-hmm. So then finally, I'd like you to speak on Belgium because they uh, opened against Algeria, and it wasn't. It looked like Algeria was going to win the game. I got to be honest; that's one of your comebacks. It was Algeria won nothing for most of that game, and then Be- Belgium got those two goals late. Yeah. So, what do you think? Well, like I guess I said they're a young team. They need to figure out how to uh, take the lead in games and to take control of games. They they have the talent. Mm-hmm. They just need to figure out what to do with the talent, and uh, you know maybe there's a certain lineup they need to change for certain players. Um, uh, the cra- the crazy thing is like their second team could easily beat some other first team wow. some other first teams like Iran Algeria and sure. whatnot so um i think it's just a matter like it's just a matter of finding the right players that mix well together and them set set the tempo score early you know play well pl- keep their shape and then you know score when necessary so uh i think they can do that against russia I I don't I don't know why Russia's ranked so highly. I yeah. don't think they're very good, to be honest with you. I mean, and a lot of their players come just from the Russian league. Yeah, they didn't impress me against South Korea. That was it, it ended one one, and they got a, they got the equalizer. They were down, but uh, it just wasn't an impressive performance. Yeah, and like Fabio Capello is a very good like yeah. coach, and ex- he's done ex- a lot England of things. Was, he was England. He's he's Italian, obviously, with a yeah. name like Fabio Capello. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was England's coach, and now he's in, they, Russia's paying him lots of money. Yeah, he's like eleven million dollars <sighs> to do that to, to coach. And yeah. you know, he's he ha- he has a good resume, but I just don't think he has the caliber of players he needs to to do anything. Yeah. So I mean, I just won't be surprised if South Korea comes out of this group. I loved how South Korea played against yeah. Russia the other night. They kept the ball. They kept the ball. They had shots. You know, uh, the Russian goalkeeper didn't play while well. he made the awful oh, that save. Was that terrible. was terrible. I remember that now. Oh, my God. It was just right at him, and it flipped right through his hands. Yeah. I mean, that it was reminiscent about the England-USA game from uh, four Robert years ago. Robert Green? Wasn't that horrible? When, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. That It just – and that's – if anybody's played soccer, you you either there's two types of nightmares. Now Brooks is a goalkeeper, oh, and God. I played forward. For me, it was it was hitting the crossbar. I just you know like doesn't matter. I said, oh my God, I can't believe it. But you know, I mean, there can't be a worse feeling in the world when you if if a shot's at you and you flub it. I yes, mean, um, and especially when it goes through your legs. It's happened to me a couple times too. Um, which is that's too bad. That's the that's the worst thing, especially <laughs> when you know you have it, and then all you just of a sudden didn't get down on it. Like you didn't get down fast enough. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, and all. I mean, when with the Russian keeper, it was different. It was a shot. Yeah. But I don't know. Like maybe it was moist or something, and something just, didn't happen. It's like his hand looked like ping pong paddles at that point. They yeah. grabbed the ball and they went bloop, and the ball went right over his shoulder. I mean, you got, you got to get your hands behind it in a W shape, as they teach you. But you know, yeah. I mean, things happen. He was so. looking bad up into that point too. He was. He was fumbling balls. Yeah. So they were making note of it, and it's interesting. I mean, for Russia's sake, they're gonna—they're hosting the 2018 World Cup, so they're gonna be in that guaranteed. And maybe that's why they have Capella paying him so much money. They really want him to lock down on a team for four more years. So yes, they can come out because Algeria—they might have had their highlight. I don't know. We'll see what Algeria can do against South America or South Korea. Excuse me, South Korea. Uh, but um, 
boy, you know, I just would really expect Belgium and uh, probably South Korea to come out of this group. So I kind of like those two. Yeah, I, you know, like I said, Russia. I just, I just, I'm not feeling it. Nope, nope. Cool. Well, that was that was good. That's my name's Dan Cryer. This is Brooks Lambeer, and uh, you know, for Impact 89 FM, we just uh, wanted to get in here and chat about the World Cup. And I mean, any any final words, Brooks? Because I am, I'm loving it. I'm loving this World Cup. I it just just watch for more upsets. I think yeah, you know, this is a World Cup where the favored don't don't always pick the favorite team or think that the favorited team is going to win. Sure, it's amazing, and I'm interested to see because of the support of the South American teams. Are we going to have a, a quarterfinal with you know six teams or five teams from from Conmebol or whatever? Yeah. So who knows? All right, great. Well, I for like I said, I'm Dan Cryer. That's Brooks Lambeer. So thank you for listening, and we will be back uh, next Friday with some more World Cup stuff. So, yes, check out the another video we're going to do too. Yep, we're going to do a video. And we're going to have some fun. So uh, everybody, take care and enjoy the World Cup because we are. Take it easy.